laying off two. Great man, welcome. Can you believe this is it? Season 2021 over, Twilight Sunday. Oh, no, it's crazy to think, isn't it? But uh, I just can't believe you gave me an intro again. You asked ditching me last week for the intro. Oh, well, it was a bit serious last week. We had yeah, to talk oh, about our great friend Tex. I know, but I, I like I like a good intro. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> no, I, know, I can't believe it. But uh, this weather, honestly, this weather is this time of year. This is the uh, type of weather you get for normal final, finals footy and... Yeah, it's, it's, it's strange, but I don't like the feeling, to be honest, man. I hate finishing up uh, yeah. early. Um, I'd much rather be playing finals. You're a competitor. It must eat at you. You're closer to the end than the start. You want that window to always be open for finals. How does it sit with you, Rory? Yeah, obviously, you. it sort of it always hurts missing finals and yeah. not being in contention. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's the industry we're in. It's, that's the reason I've always mm. played footy and sport along with like playing with your mates and the enjoyment side of it, which but you do, you're everyone's competitive, everyone wants to play finals and, and to be at their best. But in saying that I, I completely understand and have bought into where we are as a footy club at the moment and the journey we're on and as you've heard Nixie talk about, but we have an unbelievable group here that I, I think have performed quite well this season, especially a lot of a lot of our younger guys have been in a lot of a lot of games. Um, I mean, you look at the experience of our back line at the moment, our forward line, there's, there's a lot of guys that have played on 20 games of football, which is incredibly exciting for the footy club, I think, because they're playing some good footy. Yeah, six wins, three losses by less than a kick. You had the great one against Port by four. You lost that Frio game, which you had in the bag. It has been a, a growth year. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but David McKay's retired. He's been an absolute stalwart, an absolute ripper, 248 games. I think he's eighth on the Crows' all-time list. How good's that? He's one of just the all-time greatest humans you've ever met, David. He's one of my great friends. Uh, he will always be one of my great friends. He uh, has probably been one of the best team men I think I've ever come across in my time at this club. He's always just been a selfless human, always done everything he can for the community club and yeah, him and his family, him and his beautiful wife Sarah and their beautiful kids are going to be going to be missed around the footy club because it is it's families like that that I think make great footy clubs and that that point it's it's families that make footy clubs as well and they've been yeah they've been incredible support to my whole family and um, this whole footy club for the years that I've been here. Selfless team men, they don't fall off trees, and I think you've said that brilliantly, D Mac. What an absolute star! And the other star at the other end of the scale, Eddie Betts. Called time. You got a fond memory or story of Eddie you could share? Many fond memories. A lot of them are off the field, uh, which I won't share. Um, <laughs> a lot of red wine drunk with Eddie over the years. He is a um, red wine snob, that man, isn't he? He, he is. He loves it, which is, uh, yeah, so we'll definitely share a couple of nice bottles at some point. Yeah. There is there's, there's a memory. like Everyone remembers the goals and everything, um, as they should, because his highlight reel is just the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. But there was one moment that stands out for me more than all of those, and it sums up Eddie as a bloke. So we were, it was Ben Rutten's last game of footy, and it would have been going back to maybe 2013 or 14. And 
he said to Chuck before the game, he's like, mate, if I ever get a chance to have a shot on goal, come running past me and I'll mm-hmm. give you a handball because your last game, you need to kick a goal with what? In the last game. Anyway, got to the end of the game, Eddie took a mark about 40 metres out. The behind-the-goal footage of this is incredible. Ben runs at fullback. He takes off down the middle of the ground. If there was a shot clock, it would have gone off because Eddie held onto the ball for that long. Comes running past Eddie. Eddie handballs it to truck. He kicks his wobbler straight through, and uh, we all go absolutely bananas. So <laughs> he kicked the goal with his last kick, last kick in AFL footy, but that was just... Oh. That was Eddie. He just made sure... Yeah, he put a smile on someone else's face and did something for someone else. So that, that's my one of my favourite Eddie moments that people might have missed. Great story, and it's selfless. We've got the audio to that. Have a listen. He handles it off. And, Rory, I had JJ on the other day, and JJ said he was one of those teammates that was as happy giving a goal assist as he was kicking it, and he made playing next to him football simpler. He made it easy. He made football easy. I mean, what a tribute that is. Yeah, it is. It's incredible. I mean, for someone like Josh and someone like Tex and some of these big forwards we've had, it does. It makes it easy to know that someone, if you don't mark it, bring it to ground because... You can let Eddie go to work, and most likely it's going to end up straight through the big sticks, which, yeah, I mean, he's, he's absolutely spot on. But, oh, and, and, it's, and Eddie's leadership just in terms of his, I think that was, that was the biggest thing for me, that it always got missed, but Eddie's leadership around the footy club was always enormous. He's, him and his family have always been so selfless with helping others out and, yeah, they've always been incredible mm. at that time. One door closes, another one opens. It's the industry we're in, and little Lockie Gallant on debut. How good? Yeah, incredible. And that's, yeah, that's the sort of sliding doors moment you see, and we've had a lot of guys debut this year, and we've played a lot of our squad, which is exciting because uh, we've seen some absolute talent, and Lockie's been yeah, performing at an incredibly high level at our sample, in our sample team, and he's deserved the crack, so I can't wait to see him out of Adelaide Oval. Do you realise right now, with T Lynch, Talia, and D Mac gone, you're the Papa Bear? I'm going to be the oldest. You are Papa Bear now. I'm just going to get into Reedy's ear. We've got to do some recruiting. (laughs) Maybe get Sean Burgoyne or someone to make me feel a little little younger. But you still still look like a little kid. You're youthful. I loved your game last week on Oliver. So, how are you going? How do you feel, old man, old Papa Bear? yeah, no, it's, it, Belinda reminded me of this the other day. Um, <laughs> no, you're only as old as you feel and look, aren't you? So I feel fine. I feel great. Excellent. Um, and you're only as old as the people you hang around with. So I'll be hanging around with a lot of 18 to 24-year-olds next year, <laughs> which is going to be uh, which be pretty fun. Yeah. Have you thought about your mortality in the game and, and, and maybe even the captaincy? Is it too soon to cast your eye on that down the future? Uh, yeah, I, like, I feel great. In terms of body and everything, I feel... Feel really good. I've had a couple of little, um, obviously, little setbacks this year with the eye, which sort of hindered me for a little bit. And then probably just haven't played as consistent footy across the whole year as I would have loved to. But 
no, with the way my body feels and, and mm. everything, I, I think I've got another level to go to still. So, no, I haven't thought about that stuff yet, mate. I just look at what Bokey did with his last couple of seasons and he could concentrate on his footy and he stepped aside for a defender like Tom Jonas and he was able to sit under his wing and do it. Have have those conversations been had or thoughts of you? Now, I'm not just saying the next one would be a Tom Duday, but a Tom Duday type that's in the 22, 23-year-old bracket. Do you do you look at what other clubs do and think, well, you know, maybe? Uh, not so much what other clubs do. It's more what's going to suit our club. And yep. I always have those chats with Nixie or Dan Jackson and well, who's, our, who's our next prop coming through of leaders and who do we need to get up to... Um, up into the leadership group and who who we got to almost group for like the captaincy and we've got a lot of great leaders uh, I think at our footy club that a lot of guys are going to continue I think with this young group coming through this core young group I think you're going to see a lot of them flourish so um, yeah that's a constant chat I always have um, okay yeah you want to you want to make sure your future is in good hands of the the new group coming through do you see any leadership in them like the Riley Philthorpe types or or a Sholey or McPherson the, the younger ones. Yeah. Yeah, Andy McPherson, uh, Tom Duday, obviously, uh, Sam Berry. Um, Good. Very young, obviously, but like Darcy Fogarty, I see a lot of leadership in as well. And these are guys that still need to do a lot of work, but I, I think we've got some great leadership through our mm. very, very young young group, which the fans should certainly be excited about. Has Tex been back at the club? There were reports, I think Seed said he was going to come to the club this week. Have you seen Tex around? No, I haven't yet. No, we trained Adelaide Oval this morning, which um, oh, beautiful, yeah, which was actually beautiful um, in this sunny weather. But yeah, I think he might be back at some point either today or tomorrow, um, floating around. Excellent. And your best and fairest is next week. I'd like to think that he might be able to be integrated back then. Yeah, well, and like, and we'd love to get him back uh, at some point this week. And then, yeah, of course, he's part of our footy club. We'd love to have him at the best and fairest. So that's probably why this week becomes important. We asked B Smith yesterday who wins the BNF, the yellow jacket. You've got one. How many have you got? Uh, two for me. Yeah, I thought so. Two come close a couple other times. Yes. Uh, I think it'll be a Rory Laird, Jordan Butts, Ben Keys, Paul Seedsman. Yes. That's probably my tip, and Tex will be right up there as well. Absolutely. Rory, it's hard to think that the year has come to a grinding halt this Saturday. There's one more game to go. You win that, you win seven games, you might slide up to fourth. I've asked our listeners this all week. If you lose, you get picked two. I'm not even going to ask you which one of those you want. Not, Roy, yeah, I'm not, you know I'm not even going to ask. Good. You know the answer. Yeah, got, we, we got a few boys, or a couple of boys in particular, that will be playing their last game to the footy club, so. Spot on. Yeah. Yeah. You know how they want to finish as well. Yeah, they want to finish with the big W, and I hope you can get it. Rory, as always, thanks for your time. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. He's a ripper. Rory Sloan, our guest. Yes, he is a ripper. Let's hope they can send David McKay off in style. My word, now's the time to DIY with you install at Kitchens. We'll have teams just before 6 too. Locally made, custom size, fully assembled, quality product, partnered with the big brands, Caesarstone, Oliveri and Fisher and Paykel, the complete DIY kitchen solutions. Bring us Rory.